0: going on RGI James back baby
1: what's good what's good what's going on man how's everything everything's good yeah just working on everything we got going on man we got uh several several things working man so we're just we're just hammering them out like you know kind of like what I talked about last time um the wife and I got several things coming out and so we did an IPE on every single one of them okay like the most easiest to the hardest one and we mapped them out put due dates on them and we're just Rockin' and rolling with it.
0: Nice, man. So, before I go on my little rant, there's things that have happened to me throughout the week and the week before that I'm again, I do the WTF. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? But before we do that, I know we talked about the last time. I want to give some shout outs uh, to my boy Ant. He's uh, actually helped us with our real G.I. Joe brand logo. So, I appreciate that. Um, He actually runs his own podcast, him and his buddy. They do the Ozone podcast. It's about the Orlando Magic basketball team. So if you guys are into basketball and you're a fan of the Orlando Magic, check out his podcast. You can find him on IG at at Heart32Hustle. Uh, It's called the Ozone podcast. He also has the uh, OrlandoMagicHQ.com website going on. Also, I want to give a shout out to two of my homegirls, actually twins. I actually met them in the Air Force. One of them actually was stationed with me in Cali. Her twin sister was actually stationed in Lakenheath in England. Both of them command post controllers. And they actually got out, they moved to LA, and they're actually trying to be actresses. So they do little webisodes, little like skits, like SNL style skits, really funny. Uh, it's actually titled um, Hot Take Tarot. So what they do is they read tarot cards, but they put their own little spin on it, and they just make it comedic. It's it's hilarious. But you can find them on IG at Pretty Schlitty. So S H uh, I S C H L I T T Y Productions because their last name is Schlit. So check them out too on that. Uh, like I said, it's I just saw one of the episodes. The shit is hilarious. You'll definitely enjoy it. But the reason why I want to go on a rant is because I feel I feel like as a society we're diminishing our vocabulary. I don't know where we get certain words. Who makes up certain words? Like I don't. I guess Webster Dictionary doesn't apply no more or whatnot. Have you heard of the of the phrase or the term "fry yay"?
1: No. What, what is okay. that even referring to? <laughs> okay.
0: So "fry yay." Is based off friday but instead of saying you know thank god it's friday now people are saying friday because that means we're going out for drinks so in your workplace if one of your co-workers female male whatever they say yo it's friday that means after work we're going out for drinks No. <laughs> so again i heard this shit when i was in physical therapy one of the therapists was like fry yay, fry yay, and i was like what the fuck is friday and the lady was like oh that means we're going out for drinks after work i said okay what else? i guess we make shit up now i guess we 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 just take words and we just i mean we you know in honduras we had our tequila tuesdays you know what i'm saying but we put that we knew we were drinking not of not we didn't say tuesday Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? Not Friday. I was like, whatever. The other thing that I'm like, what the fuck? So, you know, if I call you up and say, yo, we're going out tonight, that means it's a guy's night out, right? Ladies have ladies' night out. Valentine just passed this month. Now they do this thing, the ladies do this thing it's called a galantine. Have you heard of galentine?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> so this is this is again women getting together and they're supposed to either go out for drinks or they chill in the house or something and they wear PJs. A, like a slumber party, but it's now called a galentine for a valentine togetherness amongst friends. So you just learned something new today.
1: No, nah, I'm going to forget this tomorrow. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when your <laughs> wife says, babe, I'm, I'm having a Galentine now, you know, she, that means that she's going with her lady friends to go have some drinks at somebody's house or some in a restaurant or something. Again, no, he, I don't no. know where the fuck we're coming up with these phrases. I don't know where the fuck we're coming up with these words. Friday, Galentine. The last episode we did Chuggy, like to stand where there's nonsense. People stop. If somebody, if one of my boys came up to me and texted me or something and said, yo, we're going to do a Galentine," you're not my friend no more. <laughs> like, I'm taking your man card, I'm, I'm revoking it, you are no more associated with me at all. So, I'm just like, this is this is fucking nuts, man. I couldn't believe it. What do you think about people making fucking phrases and terms and words up like that?
1: Well, I mean, like the Valentine's one. It's like, oh yeah. So you mean everyone that's lonely? Like it's kind of like,
0: <laughs> pretty much.
1: Yeah, it's like they take all the
0: single heads and get yeah.
1: together. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like we're dressing up on PJs. We're doing this. Like oh, so you, nobody loves you. Pretty much is what you're saying. Like nobody, and you still want to feel special. Like it just, I, I think it's like one of those ones where it's like when people make things up. It's like that's cool, man. But it's it's just. Like, fine. You can you can call whatever you want on this one, but we'll, we'll always know it. Everyone will just know, but like, oh, it's all the single people. It's all the lonely people. Um, Apparently,
0: yeah. Galentine's been out. This is the first I've heard of it. Like I said, it's a ladies get-together. And I've heard some ladies say that the reason why they do it is for man-bashing. They want to get together and basically talk shit about the guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially if the single ladies are there, you know they're going to be hating on the guys like this guy this this guy that i went on this day this shit went bad blah 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 so it's like it's like a venting session you know what i'm saying like a yeah. confession but in a house with drinks and everything else
1: and a so lot of ugly like, chicks <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: lot of, <laughs> a lot of lonely chicks
1: so, lonely ugly like bad personality like it's one of the all above <laughs>
0: So I was just like, this is too much, man. I was like, let me save this up because I don't understand where we, like, who's giving people the rights to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's who's allowing people to say, yo, just take words, make them up, and just put your little niche on it to whatever you want it to be, that's what it's be. Like I said, we did Tequila Tuesdays, but we knew we were going Tuesday to drink tequila. You know what I'm saying? You have Humpback Wednesday. That commercial came out with, you know, because we're getting close to the weekend but friday it's we were already saying thank god it's friday you know tgif bullshit friday now come on don't be putting spins or shit that's already in place you know what i'm saying so physical therapy again my man card (laughs) got taken away so this time it was bad mike it was it was horrible so i go in there we do our stretches we do our little exercises right the person, my therapist is a dude, is a is a guy. He's the one who's running through the exercises and everything else. So he tells me, hey, take a seat. I'm going to have one of the other therapists come and they're going to do some resistance training. Meaning they're going to tell me to put my arm out. That person's going to hold like my wrist. And while they're pushing down, I got to push up. Like I got to prevent them from pushing my arm all the way down just to test the strength of my shoulders, see how much it's been progressing and everything else. The therapist that they send me, Mike is a four foot two Filipino lady, small midget. She comes over and I'm looking at her like, oh yeah, I'm going to swing her. Like I'm going to toss her to the side. There's no way she's going to be able to hold me down and everything else mike she came and she goes extend your arm straight put it straight out so i do and she takes a little index finger and the thumb and she cuffs it right on my wrist with her little pinky up and she told me she says we're gonna hold for five seconds when i say go i'm gonna push down you push up prevent me from pushing your arm all the way down and try to push my arm all the way up if you can i couldn't budge dude she's standing there like like she did some Miyagi pressure point thing I don't know what it was and she's holding it and yo my veins are pulsating (laughs) out of my head out of my neck and I'm turning red because I'm trying with all my strength to like move her and she goes one two three four five (laughs) and I'm like shaking I stop she goes Good job. Let's let's go again. I was like, okay, I got you. I got. There's no way. Four foot two, maybe a buck twenty. There's no way you're holding me down like that. She goes, all right, ready. When I say go, I'm gonna push down. You push up. She goes, go. Again, I turn into like the whole. The veins are coming out. And everything. She goes, one, two, three, with the pinky up. Three, four, five. And I'm like, what is happening right now? So she made me change direction. She made me go from left to right. She goes, okay, I'm going to hold your your wrist again. And again, I'm going to push inward. You push outward. Ready, set, go. Uh, 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 And she's like, one, two, three, four, five. And I'm like, yo, take this girl out of here. I was like, why you didn't give me the big diesel guy? At least I could be like, yo, he was too strong for me. But, dude, they sent me a four-foot-two Filipino chick i mean 120 like i said not even big or anything bro and just that little touch my shoulder couldn't fucking move anything man it was well, nuts
1: at least it's better than you like kind of screaming or anything like that so at least there's like some kind of like hey at least you didn't you know pull bitch or anything like that
0: yeah but she diminished my manhood man because i was everybody's there Everybody's watching, and like I said, my veins are coming out. Even the therapist guy that was that had the session with me, he's laughing in the background because he sees Damn. me struggling. Like he sees me putting all my energy and effort to move this Filipino lady's hand, and I couldn't fucking nudge it at all. She like Mr Miyagi, me. and I. And what the other therapist, therapist was saying that it's it's a little trick, you know what I'm saying? Because if she would have put it on my elbow, because I had more room of physical power to work with i would have been able to lift it but because she said she held my wrist and it's not at full potential that was the reason why she was able to just keep me down and whatnot but i was like but i told him i was like why you didn't give me the strong diesel dude man why you had to give me the four foot two manny pacquiao over here to come and, and hold my wrist down that i couldn't even do nothing with it man but it was just funny i just left out of there laughing i told them, i was like you know when it gets stronger and it heals We'll try it again, and I'll bet you I'm going to fucking fling you to the wall. So no problems there.
1: That's how you might find the missus right there. That's like, how'd y'all meet? Be like, I flung her ass through the wall. I went home and I trained. No more making fun of me.
0: I had to show, I had show who's, who's boss, who's in charge and everything else. What I do want to talk to you about is one thing that I was thinking about when you mentioned it. And I was hoping to have brought it up when we had Nori on the show. And it was something that you were talking about when it came to like salaries and stuff like that in the workplace and everything. And something that I definitely would like to pick your brain on because I know it's something that I'm gonna venture into when I go to find work and everything else. And that was something that you said about basically evaluating your worth, right? You know, based off what they were bring into the table, was definitely didn't match what you felt you were bringing to your table, right? So you felt like, you know, your worth was something more than what they were seeing it for. And that really, that really stuck with me because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do all this stuff to better myself, you know, going back to school and everything else, the the 20 years with the experience with me and whatnot. So I, in my mindset, I'm like, you know, I'm doing this because I want to be a good candidate. You know, I want to be, when I go to that, interview or whatever, or I send in my resume that that shit looks above everybody else who's trying to take that job because I'm bringing all this stuff to the table. I'm bringing my work to it. And I saw this quote. I'm going to read it to you here. It says, your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. So what do you think is that? What determines a person's worth? What do you think that,
1: what do you think determines a person's worth? Well, I think a lot of it is like, honestly, what do you bring to the table? I, you know, because I, I have this conversation with like people I work with. Right. So like I do admin stuff for real estate and a lot of times, you know, I tell them like I'm not a person, I'm a resource. Like I am an actual I'm a resource, like I, I bring something to the table and I'm good as only as what I can bring to the table. I don't look at myself as an individual, like, hey, I'm a person like, no, what do you bring to the table? And I think that's what it really means is like, what do you really bring to the table in a sense of what do you feel like you're worth this? And a lot of times, in my opinion, when it comes to salaries, you know, people will always look at something like, well, I deserve this. And it's like, well, you know, like, okay, like I was I working IT for the Marines. And so I got there and I said, okay, I am a sysadmin mid and I'm right here at the middle. And the first thing I did was who's above me? What does it take to get to their level? What do they need to do to go this level? How far can I climb up this ladder? What does it take? Because a lot of times when people say, "Hey, my worth is this," like it's great, but the company has established what the worth is and what its requirements and stuff like that. Right. So, the way I look at it, sitting there saying, "Okay, if 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 I'm here in the middle, who's above me?" Okay, cool. There's someone above you. Okay, what do they what do they do to get there? And that's what I do. I always start looking at who's 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 where I'm at and where who's above me and where where I want to be. Because of everything, there's always a clue, like, you know, there's like, okay, I got a degree or, hey, like this next role, you need this degree, you need certifications. And so I went and got those, I got those certifications and I got those degrees. And at that time, they weren't, I didn't get a pay raise for any of that stuff, but I had it ready. And so Mm -hmm. when it came up, you know, I was able to get a pay raise, I was able to get the different positions and stuff like that, because I had everything ready for that. And so that's how I look at those kind of concepts is what are you doing to bring it? And, and also times, I think a lot of it, when you have your value in place, you have to be able to walk away. And I think that's the hard part for a lot of people is they don't like, if, if I feel like I'm bringing a lot to the table and I'm not getting anything for it, well, then I'll just leave. And, but that's, but that's because I have a confidence knowing I can get another job. I can do these things. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it's back and forth, but you know, like that word stuff, man, it's hard because like, people don't look at themselves or what they bring to the table. They look at like, right. well, I need this. I need that. But hardly anybody really looks at themselves and says, what kind of resource am I for everyone else?
0: Yeah. Cause I know when I, when I joined the military, I went with the mindset and it, it started happening after I left Germany, but I went with the mindset. Like you said, who's the, who's the top controller here? You know what I'm saying? Like who's, who has the spotlight? Who's, who's the best one at their job? Because that motivated me to be like, I need to basically dethrone that person. Mm-hmm. Because then if once I dethrone that person, and it was not negative, like, you know, we still will work together and everything else. But internally, I was saying to myself, because he was getting the the love from the colonels, you know, the mass star, the CMAS the star, like everybody was like, yo, where's this person? Because that person knows what they're doing. You know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so and that that actually sort of helped because if you he needed help with something here promotion you know hey i want to go for an award or anything like that his worth of him knowing his shit, his job and everything and being on top of his game every single time that showed me like yo i need that i need mm-hmm. to be like that person so that way i'm in the spotlight you know i'm able to put myself into awards and everything else now i'm able to sort of spread my word because it shows that i'm committed to my job and what i do so every base that i've been to i always wanted that mindset like yo who's the top controller and how do i how do i dethrone them and take over the crown from them and mm-hmm. it's and it's definitely something where you know in the military we weren't able to say yo if i'm not valued then i'm out of here unless you just said fuck, it, i'm not going to re-enlist or anything like that but most of the time you really had to sort of commit to fucking want to be the best at that job. You know, and if it meant reading the regulations and everything else, you needed to do that stuff because if not, your your worth was not going to be nothing besides you clocking in and clocking out. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times, I mean, it's it's hard for people to understand that. And I'm glad I learned it early because I've noticed that in the civilian life, like there is really no structure, like a military structure. You just go into the company, you get told, hey, this is your office, this is what you're going to be doing, and then figure it out from there. You know what I'm saying? So at least in the military, you were able to see, okay, I need to finish my CDCs on time. I need to do the the, the leadership school. I need to fucking check all these boxes to be able to get to that next level of being the senior controller, of being the superintendent, of being everything else. Whereas in the civilian world, I don't really see that struggle. So sometimes I'm like, damn, because I was talking to one of my friends um, when I was at the little engagement, and he was telling me straight out like, "Yo, COVID really fucked everything up." Because in the hospitality business, even though he felt his worth was, you could have kept me, but they couldn't because it was just like, sorry, you know, the 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 pandemic hit. Our business is based off customers and if we don't have customers, sorry. Mm-hmm. But when everything started reopening, he went back and was like, he found himself another place and said, hey, this is what I want. They were like, well, we'll pay you this. And he was like, well, I'm not worth that. But they were like, okay, so we don't care. You know what I'm saying? There was somebody else mm-hmm. that will come through that'll take this money. You know, and I'm starting to notice that too, like a lot of businesses will offer you way less than what you're trying to ask for because of the fact that they know they're thirsty people that are like, yo, I just want to get a job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So then that's like, how do you define your work then? Because now you're just in a competition. Do you take that 30 Gs when you know you should be worth 90 just because yes. you need to just get, you know, get back to work and everything else? Or can you say I'm not worth that. And let me move away from this and I'll wait for another job. But then how do I pay my bills? You know, cause yeah. he said he had his emergency fund, which is great. A lot of people should definitely have one of those, but it was like, he noticed that he kept putting his hand in there, kept putting his hand in there. And he's like, yo, but in my last job, I was director. I was manager. You know, I was all this stuff. And now all of a sudden I'm like back at square one,
1: like mm-hmm.
0: what the heck? And he's turning down job because he's like, yo, that's not my worth." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm starting to notice a lot of that. And it's, it's sort of scary because it's like, for us, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, I tell them, you don't have the luxury like I do where I still have my income. When mm-hmm. I'm working or not, I still have my income, which I could always rely on until I could find a job. Yeah. Most of you cats don't have that luxury. You know, you got to base it off what who's willing to hire me. And if they're going to just pay me $10 and I know I need that money right now and then, I'm going to take it. But then again, you don't realize, am I really worth that? I I should probably be, you know, everybody should be thinking I should be worth more. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't because they just, depending on the situation, what's going on. But, you know, a lot of times people don't really think about the worth of themselves because they're just like, I just need to check. I need to pay my
1: bills. I need to pay my rent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what what I'll say to that though, like to that that person, right, like my advice would be that person, would sit there and say, hey man, they're offering you 30,000, you're worth 90, right? Okay, cool. Obviously, obviously they can't pay you, but who else can? And if the answer is like, really, nobody take that job and take that job and hustle the fuck out that bitch. Like, let these motherfuckers know that they need you because in what I'm saying, though, is and I've done this, too. I've actually had jobs where they're not paying me, but I'm like, cool, I'll show you. And watch this. And it's like you go for these things. And what you do really is you sit there and you go and they like, man, I want to promote you to a manager. And you get you've had those like there's some people who have had those jobs within a couple months they were mm-hmm. like let's want you to manager man you're definitely not this one but you have to be humbled enough and sit there and say cool i'll start at the bottom why and, and it's kind of almost in a sense of like i know my worth but i also know what i'm 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 gambling on myself and i know that i can gamble on me and i know that i'm willing to work hard and i've, I've done that like i did that last year for a job i mean there's sometimes, man, you're like, I'm worth this. And they're like, we can't pay for this. Like, cool. Well, you know what? Give me an audition and I'll let you know that you have, you, you have to pay me more because you can't live without me in a sense. Right. And I think that's what my advice would be to that individual is sit there and say, like, cool, man, take it. Why? It sucks. Yes. But guess what? You got to be humbled, man. Take that humble pie with you. If you come to work and you work your ass off and you're humbled. I promise you you won't be there like the next year will be a little bit different it may not be at 90 you might be at 40 but you will start seeing a, an improvement because what you're showing those people is a hey, nine like i can be humble and i can take these things i understand it but also watch this like you're i'm going to interview for these top jobs because i'm going to show you what i'm worth and i think a lot of times when when someone's saying like hey i'm going to show you my worth it's, it's, and I say this too, like, Hey, I know my worth, but it's also, I'm going to show you this shit. Like, watch this. Right. You're not going to be able to find somebody who has this amount of skill sets And that. Is it, is it kind of confidence? Yes. Is there a difference between confidence and ego for sure? But it's a very fucking fine line. You know what I mean? It's one of those ones where it's like a little too much pizzazz and you're got, you got ego, right? It's just little here, the zig and zag, And I think that's where it comes comes down to that. And you know, there's, there's people that they, they, you know, like when it comes to like, even what you're saying earlier, yeah, I know you're worth all this, but if your industry goes away, you ain't got shit. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, do you have skills that can transfer over hundred percent? Like that is completely a possibility. However, you do have to understand that like, you know, if, if you're, if you, if you're a truck driver and the roads are counsel or whatever, like you don't have a job or whatever you get, what mm-hmm. I'm saying like, right. Same thing with it, you're valuable <laughs> until they don't need you no more. And that's just how things go in and everything.
0: Yeah, because I noticed even during like the the taps, the transition program, all these big wigs that held leadership positions, you know, on the base and whatnot. Taps really was an eye opener for them because, or like the job fairs that they did, because they thought, you know, I'm coming out one star colonel, whatever. Like I'm CEO, and a lot of the jobs were like, "Dude, you got to start at the bottom. You got to start mm. building boxes before you can make it to you know to the CEO seat." And they're like, "What?" You know, that was sort of an an eye opener for you because they're like, wait a minute. I, I lead thousands of soldiers or, you know, I'm a commander or I'm a director of staff, whatever the case may be. Or, I'm a colonel. And these jobs were just like, okay, like that doesn't mean anything to the civilian world. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you think you're going to just come into fucking the, the Amazon and be like, yo, I'm running Amazon now because I was a colonel in the military. It's not going to work that way. You know, yep. and a lot of people, like you said, they, they, I feel like they don't understand that you have to be humble, put, put the kernel, put that eagle to the side and just st- start at the bottom and, you know, slowly you build and then work your way to management and everything else. But you can't come straight out the gates thinking that you're going to be fucking, because I I had a kernel uh, um, ego on me, then I'm going to do whatever I want to do. It's not going to work that way. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's crazy because uh, I don't feel like those discussions happen with the generation. Now, you know, the, a lot of these young kids that are coming out of high school and everything else, it, it is a struggle for them to find even just regular retail jobs, you know, working at McDonald's or anything like that, because a lot of them are looking for that experience sometimes. And that's why some of the kids are starting like as a junior, senior, I'm going to find a job, you know, so that way they could sort of get that experience under the belt, understand what a resume is and and, and all that stuff. So that way, they could start building up their worth value. For when mm-hmm. they try to get a real job after they graduate, hopefully graduate college and everything, then at least they have an understanding of the structure or whatnot. But I don't think a lot of these kids understand that. You know what I'm saying? Right now, they just want to enjoy life. They want to have fun. They just want to play the video games and everything else without any understanding of what they're really worth until reality mm-hmm. hits them in the face and it's like, "What are you bringing to the table?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So. Well, also too, like, you know what I mean? Like every job, like regardless if you notice, like anything in life has a, like, has like a totem pole, right? There's always hierarchy anywhere you go. But the trick though, to do is if you look at it, there is a blueprint. It's kind of like that. Like if you see this guy and you're like, Hey man, I want to like, of like what you're saying. Like, I want to be like you, all you got to do is sit there and talk to the person and be like, what'd you do? And just after that, and it's just rinse, wash and repeat, man. It's like, don't invent nothing new do exactly what they've done and you will find yourself like, cause like I believe success leaves clues, right? Like yeah. if you get to a person who's very successful at whatever, I mean, if you get to someone who's like, man, I do this at a high level, they more than likely do not mind telling you how they did it because one, they're, they're so confident and you're nowhere near their level. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to go and get it and do those things, they'll start sharing some of their secrets with you. And I think that's what something like a lot of people don't understand, man. It's like, dude, like there's clues everywhere, man. If, even if you like, if your friend again that went back to the hotel, if he goes back into a an hotel and he starts somewhere new and they make him start from new, he already has success for everything else. That's why he won't, he won't be there that long because he'll, he'll be able to out he he'll work everybody,
0: All right. you know,
1: and being able to be hungry, it's in there saying like, yo, I got to hustle because I need this food, this money, this food and stuff like that you may not stay there for six months. You might go to another job, but you need something right now to keep you going. So they're there and say, I'm doing this. And some people are going to look at you. And if they ask you, why'd you do it? Be like, I couldn't find another job. I found the closest thing I could. And I'm here and I'm doing all these things. Right. And it's just, you know, it comes to that. And, and then secondly, a lot of times what I'll tell a lot of these younger veterans that are getting out, some people that I know as are getting out, and this is something that I learned the hard way. And mm-hmm. I think is as an eye opener. And, and I had a mentor that had to tell me this. He was like, and I'm going to say it the more aggressive way. He did not say it this way, but all these companies do not give a flying fuck. You're a veteran, Mm -hmm. everybody that's saying, Hey man, thank you for your service. They mean that for that person, but nobody will give you a fucking job because you're a veteran, you have to fucking earn the shit just like everyone else. And that's a problem. I think a lot of us veterans have in general, because, you know, as we're in everyone's saying, thank you for your service Mm -hmm. and thank you for your service means just that I don't owe you a goddamn thing, anything else. Right. And a lot of us veterans, we have a fucking like we're, we're a little conceited in a sense of thinking like, hey, mm-hmm. I did this much, man, a billion dollars. I led this team doing this. I led that. And, and a company's looking at you saying. I don't give a flying fuck who you are. I don't care your colonel, I don't care your general, I don't care any of that shit. Right. The only time you see a lot of those generals getting the jobs right afterwards is because they're defense contract companies and you know that type of shit right. because don't they be actually so bring hard, a fucking yeah. value of like I know this area, I know contracts, <laughs> right. I did this for the military. And that's where that plies in. But that's the that's the thing I would tell a lot of veterans is if you're getting out, no one gives a fuck you're veteran. It's just a nice little thing to say, but you still have to be qualified for that job. Yeah, you know, you could be a colonel that does not make you qualify to run Amazon. It just fucking does it. Maybe a small department. Yes, but Amazon. No. So how, what, do, what do you
0: take for like your daughter getting ready to graduate when she gets to that age, getting ready to graduate high school, go off to college? How do you tell her what she's worth? How do man, you I think a lot figure of that out?
1: Uh, yeah, I think a lot of it's figured it out. And also a lot of it's too, man, as a parent, just sit there and say, like, you know, not, if you don't have any value, then what kind of hustle do you have? What kind of work ethic? Because that's also a value in a sense of, man, like you cannot know exactly what what, what you're doing. But like I tell my youngest daughter, like you make sure you do it right and do it as fast as possible. And, and the reason why I say that shit, it's so simple. But, man, you go to a job and you do it the best you can and the fastest possible. You will find yourself in a different position within six months, maybe a year, because it's hard. To have that, and a lot of times when it's, when people are like, "What's your worth?" It's like, "I can work." That's actually a worth, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. I may not be the smartest, I may not be this guy, but I'm going to be the guy who's working with you and who's busting my ass. And you, I, I think that's why a lot of military guys can out outbeat our competition, our you know civilian counterparts in competition, mm-hmm. is because we're used to doing dumb stuff and working hard. Now, does it happen every time everyone gets out? No, like, obviously not. But if you have the ability to sit there and put your head down, and I've told, like, people this for realtors, right? Man, if you put your head down and work for six months, when you pick your head up, you'll be surprised where you're at. Because most people cannot sit down and just work their ass off. They have to, like have instant gratification they have to have like man my boss doesn't talk to me nice he's not giving me like this mm-hmm. person's not giving me enough recognition like I want employee of the month like what are they crazy I'm here every day and it's like put your head down no one gives a fuck about you work your ass off when you pick up you'll be a lot closer to your goal than you currently are you might be you know further away but I think a lot of the problems is when it comes to you know people knowing your worth it's like it has to be quantifiable too, as well. Like, that's a problem too. When someone's like, Hey, like I know my worth, but I also know what I bring to the table of multiple skills. Like right now for real estate, you know, like the job I'm doing, like, okay, well, I got multiple years of customer service experience. Like I have at a high level, um, I've done command and control for the civil engineer. So I can handle complex (laughs) situations, multiple things. Um, I've trained nonstop for contingency operations. So I'm really good at military planning and I can use planning to my benefit. Um, but also I've had acquired new skills, editing videos, um, making videos, editing is, is a different process, making, you know, color grading for videos, making something that's trying to like, even with this, trying to make something that's catchy and a, and a saying a little bit of marketing. And it's like that military didn't teach me that, but what the military did teach me is like, we figure, we sit down and figure it out and we go.
0: Yeah. Cause I've, I've noticed like the talk is always on leadership. The talk is always on, you know, have a plan. You know the talk is always know what you're going to be doing for the next five years or whatever but rarely do you see about <clears throat> what a person's worth you know what i'm saying and like it stuck with me when you and i were talking about the whole salary situation i was like man you know that's that's not a a, a term that you often see amongst parents amongst friends amongst colleagues you know it's 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 always about to me i i see it like it's always about the negativity like I told you before, my boy is gonna probably transfer from his job because he can't stand the supervisor. You know what I'm saying? Like just little things like that. Even now, even not thinking how much he puts brings to the table, how much of an asset he is. Because when they do emergency operation centers, when they do, you know, uh, um, incident commanders, he already knows that because the military background that he had allowed him to understand those concepts. So already he's ahead. But because this one person is a bad seed, you're already telling yourself, this is it. I'm I'm over this. Without taking into consideration, like, yo, my worth is more. Let me see where I could plug myself into somewhere else to try to do better. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And uh, unfortunately, those talks don't happen. The talks are, yo, I can't stand my boss. My boss sucks. Or the talks are, again you need better leaders out there you know to be taking care of the people or you need to have a plan of what you're going to be doing after you graduate get your degree but nobody ever talks about the worth of a person your value and everything else so it's kind of it's kind of nuts because I feel like as a society we should be doing more of that especially you know with parents and stuff like that because you are sort of molding the next future generations instead of fucking coming up with words like friday (laughs) <laughs> you should be talking about what what your child is worth as he gets older and wants to explore and venture out you know
1: mm-hmm.